You are listening to a no-show radio production. Mind your ears while we unpack the unusual. This is the strangest story I have ever heard. Take a seat, grab a drink, and listen to my words. A podcast where two buds talk trash about how their favorite shows begin. We're the two buds. I'm Alex. And I'm Spencer. Hey, bud. How you doing? I'm doing great. Yeah? How great? Like, scale one to ten. Not that. I didn't think I was going to be asked. Oh, oh, oh. Man, that was was a lie. (laughs) Why would you lie to me? (laughs) We're buds. We don't lie. Friends don't lie. Are you watching the new Stranger Things at all? I'm almost in another tab. I'm halfway through episode seven. Okay, so you're further than me. All Have right. we not talked about it? No. Um, I've only like two episodes in. It's okay. Fine. So what's what's your opinion? What's what's your rating so far? Okay. We're not talking about Stranger Things all day today, but just give me a number. Just just a number. Just a, a score of one to ten? Uh yeah. oh gosh. Maybe a five. Maybe. That's interesting. Yep, okay. Now we can talk <laughs> about anime for a while. Okay, sounds good. Uh, yeah, so we're doing another anime episode, because we hope you liked the first one. We hope so. Uh, but no, so this time I asked Spencer to watch one of the very first anime I ever had the pleasure of seeing, which is The Record of Lotus Wars. Mm-hmm. And, and what'd, you, what'd you ask me to watch? I asked Alex to watch Death Parade. Which I've never heard of, which maybe isn't too surprising. I'm not super into the anime culture, but uh, no, I, I literally never have, but it's very on brand, so I'm glad you suggested it. I discovered Death Parade. I, I was in a rabbit hole, and I'm not a big weeb. I'm a little, I'm a little weebish, but- we, You've defended your weeb self in the first anime episode. You're okay. Good, good. We're aware of our credentials. Then I can just freak out and no one will judge me. I ended up on a, like- Top top twenty anime intros of all time, and Death Parade was like the second one. Damn, and it was pretty good. And I was like, you know what? All these other shows look like fucking trash, but this show looks fucking fun. And I watched it, and it's like this show is less fun than the intro <laughs> made you believe. A little. <laughs> hmm. We'll okay, get I, to that. I think Volcano's probably has one of my favorite intros though it's a like, good one i really enjoy death parades but watching bacchano like it reminded me of bacchano's which i think bacchano came out before this yeah hey guess what everyone do fun intros fun intros are better than your characters like fucking just swinging swords at nonsense and sitting in fields and shit staring into the distance yeah do fun do something fun with your characters that makes me want to see what these characters will then do I, I sent a meme to you and another friend, and you neither of you responded, which broke my heart. I don't remember that. Hold on, you okay. talk about. It. I'm gonna look. Uh, so, for it. so it's 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 a meme. We're gonna visually describe this meme. 
And it says anime intro, and it's a picture of Kermit with a machine gun. And then anime outro has a bunch of pictures of Kermit looking soulfully into the distance, like behind windows with it raining and like into a field or over across a river. You're I... absolutely fucking right. <laughs> it's so good. I I laughed really hard and my friends ignored me. Rude. <laughs> Man, I I really, really like fucking uh remember it's I, I like it so much that I um my Hero Academia, how the fuck did I fucking forget that? Oh, Jesus, yeah. I really, like, all of their intros are really solid, some much more than others, but almost all of their outros I can't stand, and they're fucking weird. Like, there's one where it's just Deku running progressively faster on a beach. There's one where it's, like, them all drawn as, like, fantasy characters on this big quest, and it's, like, it's all this nonsense. It's, like, it's just them, like, doodling and having fun with it. But, like, oh my god, our anime outro's never my favorite. <laughs> well, did we talk about it during the Lucky Star? Did you like the Lucky Star intro? I liked it. I, um... Cute dancing Ni girls, what's not to like? Nichijo! Nichijo <laughs> has a great intro. That's a fun one. That's just great. That makes me bounce Like, man, I, I don't know. So that's... That's my thing. That's That's me and my struggle with my masculinity. Is that I really, really like fucking, like, in, you know, very, very... Just, like, wholesome way. I really, really like the excited energy of, like, intros like that. And it makes me want to bounce a little. But then it's like, no, this this needs demons and big swords and shit. And it's like, no, Liam, they're just having fun. It's great. It's awesome. I love the visual of you bouncing. <laughs> I, I just like that. It's kind of like when you see someone who doesn't want to dance, but slowly starts tapping their foot. Like, that's what I imagine it's like. It's like, there's probably just a little bit of a sway there. Oh, no, it, it gets, like, I'm, I tuck my arms and I, like, wiggle. I, I get, like... You wiggle? I, I get, like, Haley. Spencer wiggles? Oh, my yeah. God. I, I squirm when things are cute. I, <laughs> I fucking, yeah. I animate cute, more Spencer. than people think that I do, but only in the comfort of my home where I know I won't be judged. <laughs> oh, well, this is a bad place to talk about it then, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's great. Because, see... I'm just having a conversation with you. I don't realize that people are judging my every move until they yell at me on the Discord. Oh, gosh. Well, hey, here's the thing. Um, I'm judging you every move, so that's what our friendship is based on, don't you know? Yeah, but I already made my impression on you. I already <laughs> I already did the whole thing where you're, like, locked in now. So, <laughs> I mean, I value your opinion. It's just, like, I. It's it's a, it's a secure old bridge. It doesn't... <laughs> I don't need to worry about maintaining it no more. Oh, that's that's Alex. She's just gonna do her. It's no, fine. It's, it's not you, it's everyone. It's like, oh, you know what? I Man, I've been friends with this guy for like eight years now. I can just ditch his calls. He'll be fine with it. He'll, be, <laughs> he'll, he'll know, because eventually I'll just come back and he'll be fine. Because I put in the work. It's all done now. <laughs> You never have to refresh your friendships, that's Yeah, sure. their vision of me will never change based on my actions, because that's the way my brain works. Oh, oh man. Spencer, you're, you're a good egg. It's, it's been almost like this, I'm just like, that, this is why we're friends. This right here. You're good. Well, okay, here's the thing. I really want to know your opinions on Lotus War, so. Let's talk about it then. Okay, so, record of the Lotus War was... It is an old anime. It is. <laughs> let me let me tell you right off the bat. Nineteen ninety to nineteen ninety one. It was thirteen episodes, and they had a movie. The movie was way late. The movie was like nineteen ninety eight. Yep. Um. But 
I saw old ass anime and I was like, I'm waiting for those old anime tropes. I'm waiting. Titties. I want, I want titties. I want like unsynced lip movement. I want like, I want some shit going on. And what I didn't expect, because like just going into this, not knowing what it is, and then you get like the big intro. I, I should have known. I should have known that this is what little Alex would have been watching. <laughs> but I went in expecting like, oh, a battle of like angels and demons and blah, blah, blah. And the Lotus War must be like, like, what, what is a Lodos? Like, what, what could that mean? And blah, blah, blah. And hey, guess what? None of that plot matters because you know what this show is? This show is somebody's D&D campaign. <laughs> This, like, all that plot, <laughs> they start you off with, like, four minutes of establishing the world, and it's like, you know what they needed to do to establish it? The fucking first shot of your thief, your elven ranger, your wizard, your cleric, your human warrior man, and your dwarven, your dwarven fighter, all walking towards a big dungeon. Yeah. That's the plot. That's the plot of your show, and it's like... <laughs> The characters talking, it feels like characters bickering with each other. It doesn't, it doesn't is, feel though. like, well, like it, it, like it doesn't feel like overwritten, like fantasy garbage. It feels like players around a board being smarmy at each other through their pieces. <laughs> like the fucking, uh, the, the, the old dwarf, like talking shit about the elven lady. Cause, cause her fucking thighs are hanging out. And she's like, fuck you, I have all these points into navigation and shit. And he's like, oh yeah, well, I, I have a fucking trait that allows me, these are dwarven ruins, I can, I can just auto-navigate these, I don't even need you here. And it's like all this, and like, right off the bat, gargoyles come to life and they swoop down and it just, it, they all pause, they stand still as it happens and it literally feels like the DM going, and then... Eight gargoyles came to life and descended upon the group. And then the wizard is like, oh, actually, I have a spell. Everyone run inside. And wizards do what they do in roleplay all the fucking time, where he just, like, does a cool magic thing and overanimates it and just kills everything because, because magic is the be-all, end-all of everything. It's fine, though, because then they're in there. And they're just, and sometimes it cuts away to nonsense I didn't fucking care about or take notes on. It's like, here's like an old king, and like, here's a flashback of, no, it's a dungeon crawl. Get back to the dungeon, let me see all the traps and shit. Like, this plot doesn't matter because I know what the show is now. <laughs> and it's very obvious that it's, like, this feels like, uh, I feel like this is for young people. This is for young people. No, no. Um, so let me interrupt briefly. Okay. Okay. Again, you are completely, completely right. This is someone's D and D campaign. Like it feels like someone's D and D campaign. It's part of why I still love it to this day. Mm -hmm. However, they do this weird time wimey thing here, where the first episode or two are this dungeon crawl, and then suddenly it jumps backwards in times, but doesn't fucking tell you it's jumped backward in time. And you go back to Wooden Parn, the human fighter, like what starts him on his mission and how yep. he gets the group. And there's a larger plot. Uh, there's like two big story arcs in the season. There is the war between the good and the evil. And then there is the plot of evil advisor trying to bring back evil god. And to do that, they have to sacrifice pretty elf girl. So like there's two very prototypical D&D &D campaign fantasy concepts in one season. Okay, and good. 
there definitely are serious moments. The, the, the intro, I think, does a good job of saying, hey, we're kind of funny. Here's action vibes. And it kind of tricks you a little bit thinking it's going to be this one thing, but then it gets serious and serious and serious and it kind of goes downhill. Not like Madoka serious, but it's, it's not definitely, haha, this is for 12-year-olds. Okay, because it's not rated, and my question was going to be, by the end of this show, because it's obvious, the human fighter and the elven ranger, do mm-hmm. they, like, do they, like, hug intimately, or do they bone? So, gosh, I wish I could remember. I think, I honestly think the finale, it's been a long time since I've seen the finale. I mm-hmm. don't think they actually ever really share something super intimate, at least not over-the-top common, like, it repeats over and over. There's definitely times where Dila's like, I'm fucking into you, asshole, and he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm distracted. That uh, sounds like early anime. Right, well, and also how at the same time, where she's like... for the romance? <laughs> I, I, I liked it because, while there's romance there, it's not the main plot. It's there, it lingers, and you know, like, there's something, like, there's, there's a tension there, but it's like, there's always something more important to do, and... It's it's not the reason they don't they they stay together. It's not because there's a romantic intention. It's because they make a really good team together, mm-hmm. and they watch each other's backs. And it it it's not like ooh here are my titties. I I just think it's a really well written romance for what it is. Yeah okay because like they they show in the intro and they show in the outro like them canoodling and shit. Yeah so like, like that's never really happens in the show. Okay. Yeah, I, literally cause... literally part is always distracted. Like I think my favorite scene is that they're at this ball. And Dila's all dressed up to the nines. And she's like, don't I look pretty, part? And he's like, yeah. But look at me. Look at this dress. I look so silly in human clothes. Yeah. And he's busy looking at his, like, dream idol sword fighter. The person he wants to grow up to be. And, like, he's so focused in on the celebrity. And Dila's like, motherfucker. I'm right here. Let's flirt. And he's like, yeah. Just completely ignoring it. And she's like, fine. I'm going to do my own thing then. And, like, kind of wanders off. And it's just like. It's there, but they're fighting for good and evil, and it doesn't like okay. But then the kiss at the end, like there, there's something there, but it's not immediately explained okay. or ever touched on. If, again, so for what I remember, maybe the finale touches a little bit more on it because she's like, "Pine, come save me!" But it's not. I don't remember a lot of tongue. If that makes sense. You know what? That's that's fine. So that's the thing. There's not much more to the plot in the first episode than that. They they go in a dungeon. The two of them they get cast down into the pit. And the pit has a dragon in it, and they fend off a dragon because the dragon just decides to, like, fence them with his tongue rather than, like, eat them whole or step on them or some shit. Which, hey, Alex, can we talk about Stranger Things after this? I have a <laughs> yeah. complaint about the big monster at the end. Okay, cool. Um, so this big giant fucking dragon that has all these claws and has all these big teeth and has fucking fire... He decides to lean his head in really close and he uses his tongue to grapple with the fucking <laughs> sword fighter instead of just killing him. And, uh, man. So they, they run away. They, the group finds them. They come down to save the day. Rogue monk man throws a, a fucking throwing knife into the monster's eye. It freaks the fuck out because there's a knife in its eye and what else are you going to do? <laughs> and then they, they get out. They get out and they continue and they, they, they do it. They beat the dungeon. They beat the boss. That's it. That's the D&D game. It's, it's so, it's literally just like, it wraps up really neatly for a first episode because it's like, okay, everyone's going home now. Like, man. And like, like, like proper D&D with my friends. None of the characters look all too different except for the one that's like a lady that like is, is dressed up and blah, blah, blah. 
but everyone else is just like a guy in the basic clothing, and then one guy's kind of edgy, but not really. And then one guy's a dwarf, but he's a normal dwarf. And it's like, look at this cast of normies. Like, they're just... This is just a normal adventuring group. These are like the default fucking figures you would find on Hero Forge. Like, yeah, I... I like it. I, I do. That's my review of it. It was... Uh, I should get into the IMDB shit. Uh, it's old. I looked at the cast, you know what they've been in? A lot of fucking 90s and early aughts anime that I've never heard of. One of the guys, I think the guy who plays Pard, I think he was in a Sonic X or whatever. Perfect. Good job, Parn. <laughs> you made it. One of them was a voice, in, like he had a throwaway role in, uh, it was the guy who plays the dwarf. I think he was in, um, I think he was in Arrival. Hmm. And that was, that. that's all I could dig up. Because on IMDb, to get to the cast, it's it's half half the, the, the original cast, half the dubs, and then they're all mixed in there together. It's really hard to Good find luck. anyone. And I'm looking at the things, and I'm like, wait, who the fuck is... I don't remember their names. Who, who the fuck is slain? That's the wizard. Wow. Great. I so, hope uh, you finish watching the show. I think you'll see so many things I've ripped off of. <laughs> It was just I'm, such a massive influence in my creativeness. Like, there's clearly a Bell figure in that show. You'll see it and be like, yep. ah, that's Bell. Um, yep. <laughs> so that's the thing. That's what I'm excited for, is uh, I'm excited to use this as a time capsule to get into the mind of Alex. <laughs> I, I, to this day, will sometimes be like, yeah, I can, I can watch Record. Let's do it. And I'll just, I have the original series. And I have, they, they made a second series, too. Did That's they? awful. Okay, so oh. it's it's weird. I think there's actually, like, three series, if I remember correctly. There's Record of Lotus War, and it's, like, the original season. And then they made another one. But it's, like, they rewrote some of the history, so it's some of the same characters. But it's, like, oh, but you guys are meeting again for the first time? That's weird, because you guys definitely fought together in the first season. Mm -hmm. So what's happening here? And, and it's not quite, like, Full Metal and then Full Metal Brotherhood. It's a, it's just a completely different story that's happening, but it's, it sounds like it takes place later down the road after season one, because there's still some consequences from season one, but then there's characters who have like never met, even though they clearly met. And then there's a third season, if I remember, or maybe that's the movie where it's super far in the future. And I, I didn't even keep it. My dad, my dad was the one who introduced this to me, right? He bought it. It was, I remember it had two DVDs or two discs and we watched it once and never did. He actually sold it or got rid of it. We only kept the original two seasons. And then I stole those when I moved away because I really love this show. Really, really love this show. I Deedlet is on my cosplay list. Deedlet is the Elf Ranger. Hmm. I really, really want to do that someday. And they came out with manga for it. And but the manga was like during the chibi craze, right? So it's retelling the story, but like in a cutesy, funny way. There's I think it might be second season, not first season, where they have a mid-roll basically and it has the same chibi art and it's like oh yeah here's this really cute thing we're doing and it gets back to the serious plot it's yeah no it's just it's a good show i i like it a lot i'm glad you enjoyed it even though it was just a D, &D campaign so that's the thing it's i feel like i will have a lot to say about it to you later but for right now it is what it is it's, yeah it's, it's, cute. it's one episode of a of an anime right like this that's it's good i I'm glad I could share the impact it had on me, and I'm glad you enjoyed it. And I hope you finish the rest of it so we can talk about it during our finale. I will. It's all on Funimation, and I think it's free. Yay! Hell yeah, Funimation, thanks. So I'll talk about Death Parade then. Go for it. 
so Death Parade was, I didn't know what to expect. I, what do you suggest? I was like, okay, I know nothing about it. I'm not going to do the wiki. I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to go into it blind. So I went to Hulu and they have it subbed. And as we all know, I don't do subbed anime. So I was like, okay, but where can I watch it dubbed? Did a quick Google. YouTube. Thanks, YouTube. You're the best. Here's the core concept of Death Parade. When you die, you go to Limbo, essentially. And Limbo just has a shit ton of bars. And the bars there, the bartender is the arbiter, and they're the one that decides if you go to heaven or hell. The focus of Death Parade is on, ooh, let's see if I can pronounce it, um, Quindecum. Mm -hmm. And the only people who are allowed there are people, or it's two people who died at the same time. So the first couple comes down, two separate elevators, and they have no memory whatsoever of what's happened. They approach the bar, and Deckham, the guy who's the bartender slash the arbiter, is like, oh, hey, I bet you have a lot of questions. I don't, I can't give you any answers, but here's how the things are going to roll out. You guys are here now. You can't leave until you play a game. And I'm like, ooh, great. Saw. Sweet. Yep. Let's do this. That's, that was my immediate, oh, this is a murder dungeon. I'm going to hate this. <laughs> and it's like, oh. I like that your response was, I'm going to hate this. And I'm like, I'm ready. <laughs> I I really liked Saw probably up to like the fourth movie. I, I I was a I was a Saw fan for a while. But so what ends up happening is like they they of course try to leave and they can't just like he said they couldn't. He's like, well now that you're ready, we're gonna play a quick game of roulette. It's going to decide what game you're playing. And like, well what if we don't play? And like this really cool <laughs> door slides open. There's just a bunch of fucking dead bodies hanging out. It's like oh, you get to hang out here, you madmen. Okay, yeah, we'll play your game so we don't fucking die. <laughs> Press the button. Turns out the game they're playing is darts. Cool transition scene. And the rules are there's two different darts or dart boards. The goal is that they have seven or eight darts each. They take turns throwing the darts and they're trying to get down to zero. Whoever, if they can't get down to zero, whoever's closest then wins. And they leave it kind of vague. It's just that you win. Yay. And they're still a little confused and they think this is a little weird, but okay, sure. Sounds good. And then Deckham's like, oh yeah, by the way. Oh, let me give a quick description of Deckham because I feel like this is important. Uh, he has monotone. He has white hair. He's tall, dressed like a bartender, like, you know, a well-dressed bartender vest, uniform kind of thing. And I feel like the animator couldn't draw left eyes because he has the bangs <laughs> over the one singular eye. And I'm like, ooh, that's a telltale sign. I remember those days. I'm sure there's a reason for it, but that's definitely my first thought. Mm-hmm. And Deckham tells these two people who, let's see, what were their names? Uh, Takashi and Machiko. Tell them, hey, by the way, here's the scoring system, but the board is also connected to your nervous system. So when you hit the board, you're going to experience a little bit of pain. And they're like, yeah, sure, man, because you can do that. They totally can, because this is fucking limbo. But it's not like, okay, Takashi throws his dart and it hurts, hurts him. It hurts his wife, his brand new wife or newish wife. They seem fairly newly wed. They throw the first one. She has a little bit of pain in her shoulder. And she's like, it's okay. It's just a twinge. And then she shoots and it does better and hurts him a lot more. And they realize, oh shit, this is real. Somehow they're able to do this. Takashi goes over to Deckham, tries to be a big tough guy. And I was like, what the fuck's up with this? And he's like, well, you know, you could just miss. It's going to make the game go by a lot faster. But looking at the scoreboard currently, your wife's going to win. He's like, oh, she wins. Okay, like, I don't think they have quite explained yet that this is heaven or hell. It's just like, oh yeah, she wins. There's worse things that could happen. Worse things that could happen yep. if I lose. And so they continue to play and they start missing. And the girl on accident hits the board. And hits the board in the double ring, which is extra points. And like, fucks up his eyes real bad. He like falls to the ground, screaming in pain. And she runs over. I'm so sorry, I didn't mean to. 
blah, blah, blah. And he gets pissed, immediately gets pissed. And he looks, they're getting low on darts. He looks at his dart and she's like, okay, do what you have to. Just don't aim for my belly. Because she's fucking pregnant. Like, she's 10 weeks pregnant. She hasn't told this guy, her husband, that she's 10 weeks pregnant. He's like, why didn't you tell me? Well, I was going to tell you after our car trip or after our, our vacation. And he's like, oh, man, I'm going to be a dad. This is amazing. I can't wait to be a dad. And as he's throwing his dart, like, getting ready to miss, he has this vision of their wedding day. And he's walking by the room where the bridesmaids are getting ready. And they're like, ha, 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 Machi's such a slut. Can you believe it? She's marrying a doctor, but she has a boyfriend. And he, this is something he, like, never talked to her about. Ever. He just has held it deep, dark inside, continued to get married, and was like, wait, this, this kid's probably not mine, it's this other guy's. So he confronts her, and she's like, no, I'm not cheating on you. How, how dare you accuse me? Why don't you trust me? Blah, blah, blah. They start fighting over this last dart, and she throws it, question mark, kind of slips, ends up hitting him, and it, she, she ends up winning the game. And they're like, okay, well, what's going to happen now? Well, what happens now is that you're dead, by the way. And the wife's like, oh shit, we are. We are already dead. Doesn't fucking matter. Doesn't fucking matter what happens because we are already dead. Because now her memory is of her crashing off the road because her husband was driving and her phone was ringing. And he's like, why don't you answer that? I don't feel like talking right now. And like he tries to get the phone. She tries to protect the phone. Like, hey, fucking back off. And he crashes the car on this cliffside drive. Boom. Dead so. So the guy like realizes, okay, so she isn't cheating on me. But now I've killed the kid. I've killed my wife, I've killed myself, I've killed the kid. All I ever wanted was this kid. So uh, he like starts accusing her again of, just stop this innocent act, just tell me it's not my kid. Just tell me, stopping a bitch, you know, being a kind of a worm. Was not super impressed by this. And then he's she's a bad a, dude. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't great. But then she fucking starts walking away and she turns around and she's like, yeah, you know what, for once you're right, Takashi. I have been cheating on you. Because who could love you, you idiot? Like, just like on a spins spins completely and apparently she only married him for his money and mm -hmm. can't understand how anyone would love him and i'm like this is harsh holy shit like at first it's a little psych psych horror i'm like oh god this is this is scary now it's just people against people holy shit and they go to like all-out brawl again and the guy rips a dart out of the board goes to attack her and deckham stops him and has this really cool moment where he like just casually whips his hand around and these strings question mark yep grab takashi and hold his arms back so he can't hurt the, th this woman and he's like sorry the game's over so you can't do anything sucks to suck and he's like come on just let me hit her let me hit her once like that's not how this works uh we've decided or i've decided who's gonna go to heaven who's gonna go to hell and that's it game over we're done so and the last scene is him like kind of picking up this guy carrying him to the elevator and you see the camera tilt and he goes in the elevator that has kind of a white angelic face other one, the, the girl goes to the red devil face. And that's it. Cut. That's episode one. I came real close to watching the second episode because I know like this was establishing plot. Like what, what this area is. Mm-hmm. And, and the second episode is a revisit of the first one from a different perspective. Yeah. And it, it seems like I read something along the lines of, hey, there's, there's another character that comes into play and changes everything. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay. So like this, this isn't, it isn't just like individual episodes just of... Psych horror, right? Yeah. So it's sometimes you go to a different bar, but Quindecum gets a new arbiter in training and she's like the main character and she like trains under Deckham. Mm -hmm. And they, they look at that. They look at what happened and <clears throat> can I, well, I won't, but. I was say, I'm definitely going to finish this probably next weekend. So yeah. I'm very excited to finish this show. I liked it a lot. So yeah, again, the fucking, 
the decision is just kind of made by Deckham. Like, the game doesn't matter. It's just seeing what that game brings out. The threat of, like, oh, they'll murder us, or, oh, it's heaven or hell, depending on what they decide to tell them, because mm-hmm. it changes. But, yeah, it, it, it doesn't, like, there, there's some twists, but it's not, like, you know. It's a season long, right? It, 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 I don't it's, imagine it's there to be a lot of substance. and it ends, yeah. I imagine it's impactful. I, again, like, what, fully Cooley, one season, not even. It's it's very well, limited. Fully Cooley had like a bunch of like different like they Holy they only shit, had one Fooly season, Cooley. but then it's like here's Fully Cooley two, here's Fully Cooley three. They just made the, the the latest two seasons last summer. They they keep making them, yeah. No, yeah. no, the ones that came out last summer were the first ones in like ten fifteen years. But there's been other media for it. It's right. like a whole hold on. Let's say like know. so like the original show came out. It was yep. a limited run. It, so there was the manga. First was manga, and then they did the show. Because they wanted to imitate the show based off Japanese uh, advertisements. That's why, like, the pacing is super yep. quick and weird, right? And then people were like, we need more! And they're like, no! There's just a lot of issues with, you know, animation companies. And so when last summer they announced the, like, season two, parts one and two, it was a big deal. It was a huge deal because they haven't done anything in ever. And they've been teasing for a long time that they were going to do something, but they never did until two years ago. Hmm. Because when was this? Yeah, this was... I talked about briefly in Arista Development about how I watched Arista Development Firefly. Fully cool is on that list too. Like it, I forgot that that's the third one I throw in of like stuff that I always wanted more of. Because this was 03. But that's not like really Yeah, you're you're right. It's there's all the new shit, but there were like there wasn't like an actual anime. There was like a lot of weird shit. Yeah. yeah. It it was okay. released weird and it only had so many episodes and Fully Cool is weird in a lot of different ways. But yeah, so you can have short stuff, which I think is maybe an argument discussion you and i've had before of we've just as western culture we, we've lost the art of having a singular story it doesn't have to go on forever mm-hmm. and i feel like the one season animation or and one season animes are very strong in that that they can tell a really good story in one season and not feel the need to go back to it i think it's uh it's a big cultural difference that we see too because we're also seeing <clears throat> just in terms of literature fallen short stories because people want those long novel series because people don't like things that end mm-hmm. uh, and it's not just cultural like you in uh one piece one piece has had like over i think they're they beat 1200 episodes Holy shit. they're still going and uh there are people that will still say that the show's going strong <laughs> <laughs> and it's like people just don't want to see their shit end so yeah i i like these i i think it's a lot of media shit because the way anime and manga gets created is uh through a fucking corporate meat grinder <laughs> but yeah it's a gosh now i want to look up a bunch of other stuff let's, well let me, fi- let, me this. Yeah. Say, let me finish um let me do my where do i know them from where do i know them from deckham uh, again i do the dubs these are all english voice actors alex organ and for the most part none of these guys jumped out at me like oh hey I know them from somewhere, but I was curious, like, their past projects. This show came out in 2015, so naturally they've been involved in things since 20, or 2005, uh, if, if not longer. But Deckham was, I think every single person, all three characters were in My Hero Academia, mm-hmm. which is not surprising because that cast is fucking huge. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deckham was also in Fairy Tale as various voices. He was in Psychopaths as the main villain, uh, Makashima. Oh, God. He- <laughs> And Deccan was also in Tokyo Ghoul, um, although I have the name down, uh, Kishu Anima. I don't remember the character, but he was in Tokyo Ghoul. 
Yep. Also, all, all three of these were in Tokyo Ghoul as well. And at this point, I was like scrolling through and I'm like, man, I don't know why my first thing is, I wonder if they were in Host Club. <laughs> I just, that's like one of the first things that always comes to my mind. I'm like, were they in Host Club? Am I going to find someone who was in Host Club? <laughs> uh, two of them. Two of them were. <laughs> Good. Uh, I, I was like, as, as soon as I was trying to think, is someone in it? It was when I was looking at Machiko. She was in Oran Host Club. Takashi was also in Oran. But Machiko is played by Trina Nishimura. And she was on Attack, Attack on Titan as Mikasa Ackerman. She was in My Hero Academia. I mentioned, like, I feel like I regurgitate the same one. So she was also on Yuri on Ice. As mm. uh, I scrawled the name, so unfortunately I can't read my own handwriting. But she's on Yuri on Ice. And she's also in Tokyo Ghoul. And she was in uh, Bakano as Rachel. Mm. Takashi was also in Bakano. He was in Oron House Club. He was one of the original characters in Fruit Basket. Even though it's coming back, he's still reprising his role. Takashi was voiced by Eric Vale. He was in My Hero Academia. He was in Ace Attorney, the TV show, as Phoenix Wright. <laughs> Although you guys probably know Eric Vale from Dragon Ball Z as Trunks. And he was also in Hitalia as Canada and America. Uh, Dekum and Machio, uh, Machiko were also in High School DxD, which made me happy. I do love that show too much. Oh. And guess what, Spencer? Hmm. Deckham was in an episode of Law & Order SVU. Ooh. <laughs> so there's that. I feel like our shows are starting to connect a little bit more. We're, we're getting to like the seven degrees of Kevin Spacey a little bit. And yeah. Kevin's Kevin Spacey. Seven degrees of Kevin Bacon. Holy shit. Um, so you want to be seven degrees away from Kevin Spacey. <laughs> But yeah, so that was an easy one because there's only three of them. And they've all, of course, as voice actors in the anime industry, have voiced a lot of stuff. Uh, but it's cool seeing them like in shows I really enjoyed. That's it. That's all I got. Death Parade. Watch it. Super uh, fun, question mark. You guys have to remember, I'm in criminal justice as a, as a lifestyle choice. So uh, my idea of fun is maybe a little different than most populations. <laughs> but hey, do you have anything else to say about our anime selections? I have nothing. Like, not in a bad way. I just... No, it's okay. We hit it. I think we awesome. did it. Oh my god, Spencer, we did it in under an hour. We did it under 45 minutes. Oh my... That's fucking crazy. John's <laughs> gonna love us after we just did, like, an hour 40 <laughs> of uh, fucking Star Trek. Yeah, okay. You know, it's gotta even out. It was a short episode, guys. But hey, go ahead and let us know your thoughts on our Discord. You can tell us how wrong we are, even though we know we're right. Boop. Boop.